Thanks for joining us today. We're going to call this episode the Side Eye episode. Everybody get their best Side Eye interpretation right here because we got some crazy topics, including Janet Jackson's alleged daughter is revealed. The hashtag ATL Orgy is, has a big uproar, and the hit movie Get Out breaks all records at the box office. All that and more on this week's Black Hollywood Live. I, I know, it's like I was going to dance. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live this week. Hey. Oh, wait, wait, what was our 90s dance stuff? What was the, which one, which one? Oh, should we do the, that's the, yeah, there we go. I wish we were doing this. That's what we do. There you go, Jasmine. All right, all right. I'll see you. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. You uh-uh. Rachel. Uh-uh. Rachel did this. Rachel. Oh, y'all don't know about this, though. Uh-oh, I see you, Rachel. Oh, 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 oh. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Black Hollywood Lives this week. I am your host, Daryl Kristen. Joining me on my dancers, Courtney Stewart. What's up, y'all? DJ Jesse J. What's up? Rachel True. Hi. Uh, oh, I mean, can, can I get a hello? She's like, she's like, it's just about my dance like, moves oh, today. I gotta be this time. But we got a very special guest who was getting her dance on as well. She's, you know her as an actress and producer. Jasmine Burke is with us today. With your dance moves, I saw you. Oh, I was working this out. Y'all know what that was. You know, listen. <laughs> Jazz, uh, we start playing this because I love the '90s tours coming back. So, yeah. and I'm already—they t- don't know this, but we going. We have Wait, to do this. You got tickets already? Oh no, no, this isn't like an. This isn't like Ellen or anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're all going to the. Like, we about to have, we about to have an Oprah moment up in this piece, so I look underneath my right. So I look underneath my my chair to see if there's a ticket sitting there. <laughs> Honey, we gonna get it through the BHL funds here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, the way Jasmine was dancing, I was like, Jasmine, you gotta come with us. Yeah. I will be there. Get yes. cutting up on the road. Yes. Only if Hammer's there. Wait, I don't think Hammer's going to be there. No, though. it's T- TLC is joining. Aww. They're going to do yeah. old school hits and new school hits. Snap, CC and the Music Factory, Vanilla Ice, Montel <laughs> Jordan, All for One, Sugar Ray, Black Street, Bismarcky, and Naughty. By nature. Oh, and don't forget okay. Sugar Ray's Mark McGrath. He's also part of it, too. Sugar Ray, yeah. Oh, you said that already? Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, Whoops. That was the gym. I see him at my gym all the time, so he must be working out for the tour. I'm like, throw a little VH1 in there. I'm you know what I'm saying? I ain't mad at that. We're not. We're not. Well, we got a lot of good right. topics today. Yes. Unfortunately, Jasmine can't stay for our topic, so we're going to start off with you and do a little interview on okay. all the hot stuff you got going on. You are on Fox's new show, Star. Love it. You got, you're on Bounce TV, Saints and Sinners. You are a working sister up in Hollywood. Yes, yeah. I'm grateful. I'm just grateful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it happened, but I'm just happy it's happening to me. Yeah, listen, I ain't mad at you. For real. Yes. Where are you from? I'm from Atlanta. ATL. I wish you were here for that ATL origin story then. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, what's the tail? Oh, you got to wait to talk you about know, it. Let's skip a little sample of it and then we'll go I to mean, so here. basically what happened was Twitter found this hashtag ATL orgy. And so it was this woman who was doing this live media stream um, and for her 27th <laughs> birthday. And she wanted to have her birthday party be a... Um, as she called a s- celebration of 27 years great vibes good ratchet music amazing food and swinging balls um, the event was sold out two <laughs> times a child in the room we mean tennis balls tennis and balls exactly because one of the major exactly. opens okay, is coming it's soon it's okay um, you Bye. know she um, came out to also say that you know there was a pricing because so she had done something like this before uh-huh. Um, because a venue had wanted to get into the world of swinging, and she apparently is good at this, and she sells out parties of 35 people and more 
for her birthday. She wanted it to be a real big extravaganza. So she threw up on her website rules um, and pricing. Uh-huh. It was $99.99 if you are a single woman. It's um, a discount right there. Uh, oh. 175 for couples and 175 for single men. So oh. the reason everyone's talking about this is because I know you think that's the picture, but unfortunately it's not. It's actually oh. the next one, which is just sad to this world right now. Oh, no. Uh, that's the, uh, that's those are the guys either. at the party? So, no, no, no. This is Twitter. No, no. Play the, put that picture up. This is what Twitter pulled out. Um, they went ham on the ATL orgy hashtag. When you're at the ATL orgy and your condom breaks. <laughs> Um, there were also lots of people peeing fire and whatnot. Yeah. Basically, the biggest worry is that Atlanta has one of the highest HIV counts. No, yes, they do. Um, yeah. This is offering for men and women. Um, some of the people are saying that the pricing is so that less men show up um, and more females will be more apt to show up. Um, and I went through this whole thing, you know, because I was reading the Twitter and it was people coming after this, you know, this blasphemous and uh, what's it from the Bible? Um, where everyone was just out there slaying everything around. Oh, Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh. They were kind of going battling that conversation versus like, mind your business, like if we doing this over here, why are you mad? Um, and people are just kind of more worried of the fact of like, okay, yeah, you can say you have to provide condoms and things like that, but how many people actually go to these things, actually do that, you know, and they're worried about the transmitting of diseases. What are well, you? Hey, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I mean, why are they acting like people are not already doing this? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> why is it such a shock? This is not news. People it was, are it already doing this. social media yeah. streaming people of it are, that kind of caused black There are swinger here. clubs out there. People already yeah. pay to go to swinger clubs. That's right, and, exactly. Um, so... And hello, Atlanta is the state or city of uh, the, the freak, freak, Freaknik. Remember well, Freaknik? Yeah, like, nobody does that anymore. Well, I mean, but that was the freak. Oh, well, <laughs> well Cordy has her I, own Freaknik. I actually think, what's the big deal? I mean, honestly, people are going to make fun of it, but it's not for me. Mm-hmm. I am too much of a germaphobe. Right. Um, yeah. But if it's for, you know what I'm saying? I like to see it, though. If I like to see it. You, I like to go and just watch. it. Have right. fun. And you, are, you understand the risks. If yeah. you're going to an orgy, you understand you could come Very back true. with herpes or AIDS or... Uh, the clap or whatever the other chlamydia all those <laughs> HPV all the, all all the, the ones I'll listed keep naming them because there's a lot of them there's you can come back with right. <laughs> well according so. to patch.com syphilis cases in Atlanta uh, total 1,097 in 2016 with a rate of 19 cases for every 100,000 people that's, that's more than pills. twice the national rate of infections yeah. which is kind of scary but then didn't the national rate increase in syphilis and it's like a growing trend right now that syphilis is like I think back. I have seen stuff about like syphilis being Really gross. Which that's left, so eighties. Left, but also left unchecked. That's how it you get. 80s? That's how you know. go insane, right? Like, oh, we were done with that back then. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it was after the war maybe. when it was really yeah. big. I know it reared up. But again, I always say, like, because my generation came of age when um, AIDS was exploding. Like, we wouldn't even think about touching anyone just one on one without a condom. So I can't, you know, I can't personally imagine. But like, you know, have fun. It's more so just if you do stuff like this, like, don't be afraid to set up an appointment after and just get yourself checked. Like, I feel like people have this stigma like, oh, if I go get myself checked, it's something bad, it's something negative, and it, you're giving into it. And it's just like, because like, we were talking about syphilis, like things like that, like you can fix stuff like that, but you yeah. gotta do it quickly because if you don't, and time goes by, yeah, then that's when you really gotta worry about Which it. Which is the one that you can't cure, other people. Though. Isn't there one you can't herpes, cure? Herpes, I mean, you beside. can't cure. Okay. Yeah, but okay. now everyone walking around like, everyone has a form of herpes. You drink out of a cup, I'm like... <laughs> 
HPV, you can There's two different kinds. By the way, isn't it true that like 50% of the population is genital warts? Yeah, that's what they say. 50% of the population is genital warts. So there's that too. You know, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. At the end of the day, we're a condom. We're a condom. We're a condom. Jasmine, being from Atlanta. I'm like, wow. I'm learning so many things about my city. I never knew. We're going to go back to you, then we'll get back into the hot topic. Right, you too. Working. We'll we get back to the hot topics after, I don't have time after for we talk to Jasmine. No, right. No, Listen. No, no. You, that's but, right. You're going to be a saint and a sinner on TV. <laughs> right. I ain't going to be doing that out there. That's as far as it goes for me. Where <laughs> will we see the season of Saint and Sinners go this time? What can fans expect? Woo! Well, first of all, we doubled our ratings. Congratulations. Congratulations. Oh, that's the just came out. We're in our second season, second episode, third episode comes on uh, this Sunday, 9 p.m. at um, Bounce. And we're already like. We blew our first season out the water. So thank you guys for tuning in and watching and supporting us. We're like the little engine that could, you know, because yeah. Bounce is, um, you know, it, it, they're, we're growing. Yeah. You know, uh, Saints and Sinners was their first original drama. Mm-hmm. And so for it to be the number one show on the network and we get a chance to help put an awesome network on the map and people get to grow with us. And so that's just been an honor to do that. And, um, like, my character, Dr. Christie, was... Um, you know, this perfect girl trying to keep up this image. You know, her family is the first family of the church and just trying to keep it all together. And then we find out she has all these skeletons in her closet. And in season one, they just started falling out everywhere. And now in season two, is she's trying to pick them up, but it's too many. So they keep spilling and dropping. And she's like, oh, I can't take it. And so it's like she's really going to take a an interesting turn this season, so. What I love too is that you know now with places like Bounce and, and obviously we are I've always had BT and but there's Bounce there's TV One these places that are opening up for African American Latino content that we haven't been able to have before so it, I'm so happy that it's doing well because then that means that other more. opportunities and it's more so networks are going to grow and yes. other opportunities for for people of color to be available so congratulations for being a part of that because you're making history yes so. I made yeah we're making history yeah. over yes. there yeah but it's but it's because the people who tune in like people who love Saints and Sinners they are they love it like yeah. they they just don't all oh, casually tune in they are like fanatic like they've researched us they know all about our lives mm-hmm. and they t- I mean I talk to people on my social media you can follow me at the Jasmine Burke T-H-E Jasmine Burke and I'm very um, social with my followers we talk to each other daily so um, yeah people are just really into the show and it's awesome and then now you're also on Star on Fox, yes. and what's your character going to be on that show? Well, um, Danielle, and uh, thank you for everybody for tuning in to Star. We got a second season, Woo. so that's cool. Um, but you know, I was able to make a political statement. You know, Lee Daniels called me and said he wanted to do something special with my character and really use me as a vessel to speak to um, a lot of the tragedy that's been happening, like around Sandra Bland. Yeah. And so, I had an opportunity. Um, to speak to that social injustice through my character. That's amazing. It was cool. It's the time is now, too. Yes. And then as an actress, have you seen just the the opportunities start to really grow? Are you seeing the difference of, obviously we've had, you know, last year we had the Emmys, this year we've had the Oscars, where we've seen more people of color be nominated and just be involved. Are you seeing that in the roles and the opportunities? I mean, we, we have, you know, 
things that are doing well, like HBO's Insecure and, and that type of thing? Do you see it on your side? I mean, well, for me, the most inspiring thing is seeing people like Issa Rae and Donald Glover who are creating yeah. their own platform and not yeah. just sitting back and just, you know, waiting. Like, if you're an interesting person, you're, you have a unique voice, a unique look, a unique perspective on life, um, why not write your own platform? Yeah. And um, so I'm more inspired by seeing that, and I hope more and more people continue to do that. I love that. that. Amen. (laughs) And then I know you're also into mentoring, right? Yes. So what are some things that you tell the young kids who want to aspire to be like you? Well, um, I tell them because a lot of times they want to know how do you become an actor. And I'm like, well, how about you want to find out how to become an executive right? and run right. a studio. Right. And you can hire as many actors as you want. Or you there. can put yourself in it right. if you want. But I, I just, I, when I work with the kids, um, shout out to my kids at Clark Atlanta University in Atlanta, the Brock Cast Club. Uh, we, I just shot a project with them that I directed and wrote, and um, they came on as my PAs. And we're gonna do a huge Whoa. premiere for the project. So I I like to show all the young girls like, okay, you see me, okay, yeah, you, you think I'm on TV, you think I'm cool, but no, be inspired by what I'm doing behind the camera, yeah. and because you can do it too. So um, I mean, that's what charges me, being able yeah. to inspire other young women to be their own boss. I like we that. love that. I love that. I'm feeling yes, that. Yeah. We want that. Yes. <laughs> Look at Rachel. Rachel's like, yes. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it's true. I mean, um, the comedian Kathy Griffin has a joke that, like, you go to um, actors' houses and they have portraits of themselves with other celebrities, but you go to producers' houses and they have um, uh, Chagall's and Modigliani's and they have, mm. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm. gold bars in there. Yes. Well, it's just, it's more control and so that's what you're trying to pass on. I would say if there's people out there who want to be actors, there's nothing wrong with that too and artistic right. lifestyle right. is lovely, but because there is a convergence these days um, with with creating content and etc., it really behooves you to be able to try it mm-hmm. all, right? Yeah, yeah. just yeah. Try, yeah. It. try it. I mean, I don't recommend it for everyone. Some people really just don't have have they cannot write. Or they're really good producers yes. or vice yeah. versa. So yeah. yeah, you find your niche and maybe you can do it all. Which yeah. is we which is great to see people today and young people um doing it. So mm-hmm. thank you for that. Yes. Thank you for paving the way. <laughs> I guess. I mean, you know, but we I think there were there's a lot of opportunities now. There were some when I was coming up, but it is nice to see so many more. Mm-hmm. I don't I still think it's not fixed. The okay. issue, right? Yeah. But there was a big article about how TV shows are tackling social content now. Virtually and I think that's are. amazing. And obviously, yeah. Yeah. Uh, ethnic shows are tackling even more because it's affecting us. So yes. um, that's really exciting for you to be able to play those roles, you know, where you can explore that and not just be the black friend or the black right. girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Have some substance. Some so subs- yes, that I see stuff. as a tremendous growth. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, if you could use one hashtag to describe your career to date, what would it be? Ooh. Not ATL orgy. I was going to say, not ATL. <laughs> not ATL orgy. <laughs> uh, turtle, not the hair. Hashtag right. turtle, not the hair. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. No, but she's, she's got a point. I, like like, I always say this to people. Like, from A to B, it's A, Q, W, Z. Just to get from A to B, so you have to do, right? Mm-hmm. It's yes. slow and steady, yes. and you might have to go this way to get what you want. Yes. So it's great that you know that already at your age. I don't know that I did. 
And also building a career versus right. just booking an amazing job. Booking, yes. Exactly. Having your 15 minutes. So. Mm-hmm. And I, I really had life. to learn to wrap my brain around that because, of, I mean, I'm 11 years in as a working actor. And, so you're um, an overnight success then. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> I just jumped off the boat yesterday. Um, no, uh, 11 years in, and I'm still <laughs> grinding. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so I had to wrap my brain around that. Like, okay, I, had, I need to settle into the idea that I want to be an artist, and it's not about trying to be famous or anything like that. Yeah. You know, popularity gets you to the top of the list Yeah, there's quicker. benefits to that. Yeah, absolutely. Because I find myself acting along reality stars now, like on both of my shows. Um, the producers have hired reality stars to act, be our colleagues. And, you know, a few of my colleagues, they'll be like, why is such and such here from that reality show? Like, right. I know a million actors who would have broke their neck to have a part like this. But they got it because they have a million followers. Right, and yeah. so I see that happening more and more. And so I just have to say, look, okay, <laughs> I can't keep up with a million followers. <laughs> I'm, just try, I'm just happy with the whatever I have. And, um, but it's not about that for me. I think the new generation, they they have to compete with that. I When I came up in the business, there was no right. Instagram or Twitter. I mean, that didn't even exist. Right, yeah. So it's new for me, but I kind of came in um, kind of, you know, hitting my strides on the cusp of traditional and the new wave. And mm-hmm. so I'm just, I've just made the decision. I'm not going to try to keep up with the new wave. Yeah. I'm just going to continue. Do what you do. But you're up on your social media, obviously, right? Yes, I, tr- I, tr- it's, look, I'm like a grandma. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to keep up. Um, would you say it's important for younger actors these days to have a big a social media profile or to be, to, you know, to be diligent about posting? Is that important? Because I have heard that people say at castings now they check your followers. Oh, they they do. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, they do. Some won't even see you unless they <laughs> unless the numbers are twenty k. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. I, I mean, I heard a well-known producer at a film festival on a panel say that he had cast his uh, last movie. He looked. The, their determining factor was how many followers you had. Yeah. Yeah. So they went to your social media pages and, okay, she has nineteen thousand. She has fifty thousand. Let's go with fifty thousand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was that simple. That's it. Which yeah. is crazy because I feel like the, there's no medium because it's like they either want so many followers or they want you to have like never been seen on TV before, right. zero followers. And it's like, well, dang, can I have right. some friends? Or some right. 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 Can I be in the, in the middle? middle. Right. 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 In the middle. In the middle. Jinx. I've just chosen not to keep up with that. You, I'm yeah, like, you yeah, just do your art. You, well, you probably have organic followers too. I mean, a lot of these big celebrities, like when they break down Kim Kardashian's thing, they're like, oh, there's three million fake accounts too. Well, so absolutely. I think yeah. that's You can buy followers. You can right. buy comments. You can buy you likes. Can buy, yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. This is how you always know. When you get like uh, 500,000 followers, but all your likes are only 30 per picture, I'm uh, going to say it ain't a real account. Suspect. Suspect. I'm just saying. I'm just going to say. You should have bought the whole package. Right. You right. should have bought the whole package. You should have went to the $24 versus just the eleven ninety nine. So where yeah. do you see yourself in, in 10, 10 years? years. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, you right? Like yeah. the same time. <laughs> um, I want to be a green lighter. I want to be a green lighter. What type of film do you have set in your like mind? What genre would you really like to tackle? Um, Like right now, I have the rights to um, the Michael Child story, which um, he revolutionized the strip club industry in Atlanta. There would 
be no strip club industry like it is now if it wasn't for really? him. Really? So I have his story, and I'm developing that script. And it's a... Uh, it's 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 exciting. It has like all the excitement of the nightlife and the, you know, the music and all that. But it also has a strong political undertone because there was a lot of politics going on in the city at that time. And so I want to tell stories like that that are that do True have story. that that little glitz and glam on it, but also have something that's going to make you think and yeah. challenge your thought process too. Love it. Well, we know you got to get out of here, yeah. um, and you are doing your thing. We're really proud of you. Where Thank can you. fans tune in to Star and to Saints and Sinners on what night? Yes, Saints and Sinners every Sunday night, 9 p.m. on Bounce Television, Bounce TV, and um, Star. We had our season finale, yeah. so uh, we'll be back next season. You'll see us, and in the meantime, but they can catch the reruns, right? Um, yes, if Fox. When Fox shows them. Yeah. They're on Hulu. Yeah, they're on Hulu. Mm-hmm. All that great stuff, all those platforms. And, um, you know, you can follow me at T-H-E Jasmine Burke, and uh, we can keep up with each other there. Hey. Right. Well, <laughs> keep us in the loop on all your other accomplishments and come back in the studio and uh, tell us about them soon. Thank for you for real. having me. Oh, thank, thank you, thank thank you, you for coming. Yes. Yes. And we very nice see that you was in ATL for homegirl's birthday party. Right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, you won't Hashtag catch it. Honey, she's doing research and development for her <laughs> new film. Right. Right. Wait a minute. Catch me with a sneak pick, eh? Go ahead. All right, Jasmine. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. All right, I guess we're going to move on to our hot Topics. Continuation of the hot topics. I mean, continuation of the side eyes. So we talked about the ATL orgy. Well, there was something else that was going on. And, I mean, I I wasn't really going to put it down. But then my roommate came in and saw me watching the video. I was like, Jesse, what are you watching? So this video went viral of a funeral service where these people are carrying this coffin through the streets of what looks like social, uh, social America, South America. Um, there's this man who's putting these flowers, on, sunflowers, on top of the coffin where this girl starts, she climbs on top of the, the coffin and starts twerking. Um, another woman starts lifting her skirt up and spanking her. Um, and then another girl joins on top, and then there's this, like, Gatorade thing that comes, and they pour all this water over them. Um, and a lot of people were really upset. Twitter was really upset with this. They thought it was disrespectful. Depends on who the body is, I guess. Well, okay, so here's where the, here's where I I was like, (laughs) I want to just have this conversation. Because... At my first initial instinct was like, oh my god, like who is allowing this to happen? Like, one, how old is this girl? He's like, like their pimp or something, right? Well, so then I Googled That's it. That's my guess. This has happened before, and the woman was actually arrested for doing this. Um, um, but they're saying that these were friends or fam- uh, friends of his, and that this is something that he probably wanted to happen. Um, and then me and my roommate were talking, I'm like, like I don't want to look at this and judge it, but how come when it comes across my screen, the first thing I do is like I clutch my pearls. I'm sitting here, I'm <laughs> judging, but we don't, you know, if that's how he wanted to go out and hey. celebrate, you know, is it? I don't, I don't know. I think we're really uh, uptight about death in this country. You know yes. what I mean? So partially, I just think 
that is weird. I would never want that. I'd just do that at a <laughs> funeral. I would never want to have it. But I also respect that death practices are different all over the, the world. world. And before we had organized funerals the way they are today, when when they had the body in the house for a longer period yeah. of time, I'm sure some shit went down. Is all I'm going to say. You know what I mean? True. So I, I no, really, I'm not saying horrible like that. No, young lady. Like, I'm not, no, no, no. I'm not I mean, saying like that. But I'm just saying partying with the dead and giving them a, all those things. Yeah. We had a different relationship with death. So this is weird to me, but whatever. I mean, yeah, whatever. Here's my thing. I just wouldn't want my grandmother or my mother to be watching this while I'm, you know. Oh, and the kid, there were like kids, grandparents just yeah, watching. Like, everybody just in the, the middle of the street. The poor man kept trying to put the flowers on yeah. the casket, and they just kept, they kept getting knocked getting off. On it. I mean, yeah. but they were getting their twerk on, though. I mean, I they were skilled twerk I mean, twerkers. Well, this know. is also, too, I don't know if you've ever seen, like, kids in, like, South America or different countries, like, they be at like the age of like four or five, like grinding behind little I mean, girls, true. and like yeah. I'm I think just like too much twerking. Now I sound like the grandma <laughs> I am. Dude, stop the goddamn twerking! Are you but, kidding but, me? Why? Is it? Because we Why decided it? it was twerking. Like before, when it's just sort of it was like grinding before native dancing, oh. and like was you're doing it? like there's uh, I mean there's was definitely some other cultural dances that sure. look yeah. very much that are sexual, like sexual and twerking. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sort of gyration of the body. So I, I think we, because we done called it twerking, and now it's like associated yeah. with a specific thing, and then we got strip clothes with the twerks and the new booties and all that. Like it, it gives us a, a whole different context <laughs> by which to put this in. It's weird. I agree about this whole. I think I would have enjoyed it more if they were like dressed up. You know what I mean? Like they were in their like, like in church wear. In church wear, yeah. and they were twerking on top of the mm-hmm. the coffins. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that make it worse. Maybe I don't. Uh, I don't. Whatever. We could sit here and make up a story. <laughs> I mean, what the hell is happening? The person in the casket is dead, so it actually harming I mean, them. Or, it's not harming yeah. them, no. but also maybe they would have. There. Maybe their. My personal feeling is maybe their so, their personality might have said, "Yeah, twerk on my grave." Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. the higher soul self, the one that yeah. is connected like, to our higher self. Just kidding. Probably was like, oh, personality. Relax. You know what I mean? Because I believe we all have a higher and a lower. You know what I'm saying? It's not the highest vibration funeral I've seen. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe the person in the coffin was like, King twerker, like, and the best in the world at it. But that is like, like, what do you want to slide on some dead dick? Because that's what that looks like up there. Look wow. at her. She's no. I'm just saying she's no, I mean, spread she, eagle on her coffin. I mean, she's spread eagle. I give up with this story. <laughs> I mean, we tried. <laughs> we tried. We we went through the ups and downs I, of this I story. Give I give just up. A straight up, a straight but side. It was up. more down than up. But uh, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Well, uh, Sorry. Well, this next one's a There's way it's, sure, like, it's surely the end of time, so, right? Honestly, and, I, the first thing I saw watching this, I really stopped back and I remember Queens of Comedy and I really looked at my room and I was like, we living in our last days. We are, though. I, we have twer- been for, like, When you're twerking ever. on the carpet. No, when I looked at days. our stories that came through oh, the email yeah. and I was like, yeah, this is the pool the that we're pulling from. We this are in the, the end of times, and why isn't there more? I'm going to say it every week. I know we're not talking about the man that is Rump Trey Trump today, but like, why isn't there more chatter that he's the Antichrist? Like, he fits the bill to a T. Te- I'm not even religious. I mean, they've been saying I'm not, that. But saying he, that. who? Where? There's not enough chatter about that for me. Well, that's an Alex Jones story. That's a different You don't think he has some of 
the Harbingers? I, I'm not sure. I think he's the Antichrist. An acolyte of. I think that he might be a body part of the okay, Antichrist. Okay, yes. All right. I there, think there's that's, a whole machine that, behind that him. That resonates that's the more true because yeah. he's not quite clever enough yeah. to actually be the Antichrist. But you're right. He yeah. body a person. Right. Like a appendage. He might be a thumb. It's just if yeah. you're gonna like. Big I mean, toe, again, if you want, rib, if, if you want to take away Meals on Wheels, I feel like you are part of the Antichrist movement. Has Trump ever had a dog? I don't even know. That's I like don't trust people one. that don't like animals. I mean, well, I also don't trust teachers oh, that this is crazy. want their kids to make slave auction posters. Uh, but yeah, crazy. <laughs> I don't even understand this. Okay, so every I feel like every few months we get like a story about some random kind of nonsense that happens in some school across this country. And can't wait for the more that's going to come now that Betsy DeVos is in office. But we're not talking about that today. Um, so slave auction posters uh, came up, popped up in South Mountain Elementary School in South Orange, New Jersey. And basically what happened was the, the students were told to draw a colorful poster advertising an event that might occur during the time period they were assigned for a Colonial America history lesson. The assignment listed, quote, a poster for a lecture, a speech, a protest, or a slave auction, as examples. Needless to say, some of those fifth grade students were like, I'm about to draw me a slave poster. So they drew themselves slave posters that had comments such as, quote, a field hand, or a fine house girl, or wanted dead or alive posters for slave auctions that were then displayed at PTA I, Open I, House Night I, I don't even for understand how this all is okay. to see, because apparently they've been doing this ish for 10 years. So this project has been going on at the school for 10 years. They posted all of the children's artwork. Um, obviously, some of the slave posters were posted. And, uh, yeah, there's a kid in here that's like, what the heck? Um, uh, so anyway, there were visiting parents because they come to open house to see what their kids have been doing and look at their work. And there was a parent by the name of Jamil Karium who noticed the images and realized, oh, snap, these are some slave posters. What in the hell? He posted them on Facebook and said, basically quote, that educating young students on the harsh realities of slavery is, of course, not an issue here, but the medium for said education is grossly insensitive and negligent. In a curriculum that lacks representation for students of color, it breaks my heart that these will be the images that young black and brown kids see of people with their skin color. And he went on to basically say, you know, there was no context for the kids, really. Like, it's like, we kind of, we got our jacked up textbooks that kind of give you, like, Basically, what what's his face said that you know the slaves were actually immigrants in a boat that just kind of came over, and then you got kids drawing slave auction posters, but you don't give them any legit context for what they were actually doing. Since all of that went down as of Wednesday, the superintendent issued an apology, and he basically said that the assignment is a part of a three-part Colonial America project that the school has assigned for the last ten years, and he said he understands why some of the parents found those images disturbing, and he gave this full quote, quote, SOMSD, which is their school district, is committed to infusing cultural competency in every aspect of our learning community. As part of this never-ending process, it is important that we reflect on the unintended effects of our curriculum, instruction, and interactions. Having reflected on the concerns shared with us, we have decided to remove the slave auction posters 
from South Mountain Hallways, and we apologize for any unintended offense or hardship this activity has caused. No real commentary on, um, like, we're going to talk about why this is a part of the curriculum to begin with, but he did go on to say that they will be having a town hall meeting to have a further conversation regarding this issue. I mean, here's the thing. Can, I just can't even imagine just coming home from the studio. You know, doing we've been doing our carpet. My child's at home. I'm looking at the kitchen table like, hey, what, what's, what's, what you working on over there, uh, young Daryl? What are you doing, Daryl Jr.? Uh, wh- wh- why you got a slave? I'm putting my face on a slave yeah, poster. Why are you, why are you, why are because you I'm a good house girl. That's why. Yeah. I uh, mean, no. That's it's unacceptable. So offensive. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't... I don't even know how this has been running for the last, what'd you say, 11 years? 10 years. 10 years. There are, there are high schools, though, who still have, like, slave days and all that. That's you know true. that, right? Yeah. Like, you're my freshman slave for the yeah. day. And, and uh, they don't draw posters like this, but I think I have a problem with that as well. Uh, wait, okay, wait. Freshman I'm not, slave, like... You're, you're, I'm a senior. You're my okay. sophomore or freshman for, slave. For and you yeah, do I what I want. we used to call it. This is New Jersey, though. Like, New Jersey, you know. It's Chris Christie. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, just the apology or the statement back is just like, really, dude? Like, real? Like, you sound like Trump at this point. I really wish I had gotten a statement back that actually gave me the context. Because I'm like, did y'all really just leave it at, make a poster, guys, at the slave auction? Like, and then we really didn't have, like, a legit, like, it'd be different if they, like, let's make these slave posters and everybody, we about to have a real conversation about how awful that actually is and, like, really understand what that means. But, like, they didn't give no, like, if the school had said, yes, we've been doing this for 10 years, these are the other layers of the project, and this is why we do it and we stand behind it. Like, for me, it feels like, oh, oops, sorry, somebody got mad this year. We won't do it again. Well, did they have we any, won't hang it again Right? Did they year. have any Irish and indentured servants in right. there? Probably oh, no. not. It was probably yeah, just that. black kids. Oh, uh, no. Listen, again, once again, I stand by This is the um, last hurrah, hopefully, of, of race... The, the race is being well, that's controlled. Wishful, that's wishful thinking. I know that's wishful thinking, but we have an 11-year-old in the studio, and it pains me that it's still going on today, but hopefully by the but time she's... But I loved she's, her reaction my, to it. She's totally mature 11-year-old, clearly. But by the hopefully by the time she's our age and a grown-up, um, this will... She'll be like, remember when? That those crazy school. races? Oh Not God. just a stupid school, but our president was crazy and put in all those racist things and took away all the programs. So... Hopefully, again, this is the last hurrah, but a lot of it's going to be vomited up, and it is going to be gnarly. I mean, it's, um, you know, what's it's just, it's going to be bad. I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. And this is just indicative of people being like, yeah, what's wrong with that? What do you mean? What's your problem, Courtney? It's by, the bile has to come up. You know what I mean. I tried mean? to find more information about the school too. I couldn't. Yeah, really find it. I like want to know like how much of the student population is African American. Right. You know, what's the diversity breakout? You know, I couldn't find that information. I mean, New Jersey's. I mean, honestly, besides the cities, like a lot of areas, it's I not that South type. Orange was pretty black. That might be actually, but besides the cities, it's not that diverse. Everybody has their neighborhoods. You yeah, know what I mean? True. So. Fair enough. Um, but again, it might have been done without thinking. But that's why so many people today are trying to point out white privilege or where your blinders are on about things. Because again, there could have been some really lovely white people like this will be a good idea because yep. it'll teach people yeah. that right. the people had slaves and that See that's how wrong. Sad We're not racist. Right. So again, it's it's everybody's wake up time. Yeah, we're we'll not see. we're not in a place anymore where we can make stupid things like this happen. We we it, it, we we got to be past that at this stage. I mean, <laughs> honey, I, we just voted we, Cheetos into office. What are you talking about? It's my wishful thinking. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, it's time to do I, know. Diligence. I know. All right. Well, in addition to the you know special stupidity of the education system, we also still got some this, situations with crazy. black folks and Asians. 
Well, so basically in North Carolina in Charlotte, there was an Asian beauty supply store and uh, there was a owner by the name of Sung Ho Lim who basically thought this young black woman who is currently unnamed was stealing from the store. Maybe some, you know, hair grease or something. We don't know. Um, but he confronted her and he attacked her, essentially. He smacked her around, put her in a headlock and was very physically aggressive towards her. Nancy Wilson is a Charlotte resident who I assume was in the store at the time. I'm not sure how she got the video but she's the one that posted it on Facebook on March 9th and you know the Facebook universe and the Twitter verse and all of that kind of went ham on how frustrating it is all these Asian owned beauty supply stores all across the country and how horrible they are to their main customers because most of their customers are black women often and they are so poorly treated and basically the um, owner said that he saw her stealing, so did the co-worker who in the pushed store. pushed her first. If you watched the video, she, she was the one who actually pushed her first. Yeah, well, they claim there's another portion of the video that they didn't release, mm-hmm. the whole video, and that actually the black, the black girl who was attacked was attacking them first physically. Okay. And that's why they came at her so strong. But then at the end, he said, quote, the owner, Sung, he said, this is all my fault. I have to take the whole video and give it to the police. I do regret attacking the woman. I mean, he had her in a straight-up chokehold. No, it mean, was like slamming, slamming her down, bent her arm back. She's screaming, "I can't breathe!" Now, granted, listen, but I you've get... seen the police do that, so why would he, he think, think it's, it's not, not okay? okay? By the way, we You're have right. a million videos of police sitting on little black girls um, online, or, or you know, not a million, but a lot. But my thing is, okay, so the police is one thing. You as a, a lot of people are in an uproar, especially NAACP as well, because yeah. they're saying that he took the police matters into his own hands. Yeah, that's the difference. Granted, it shouldn't be happening by the police, but you, just as the store owner. Should not be. I mean, he he, he did acknowledge her. it though. Here's the thing. Unlike some other people, he's actually said, "Oh wow, I have to turn this whole tape over. I regret my actions." So I personally, you know what I mean? Like I say, "Oh okay," and he's going to have to answer in court for this. Why you? Why why why, Courtney? No, because I'm I I just I and this goes to personal experience. I've had some really unfortunate personal experiences in Asian beauty supply stores oh, gotcha. that were. Ex- extremely disrespectful gotcha. since I was okay. very young okay. sure. and so yeah you apologize so, like the the the, uh, the audacity that you had to begin with to even attempt it it's like an apology is not enough Courtney, to me here's the th- like, I, let somebody steal if that's the no, case that's no, what I'm no, saying no. is it worth I hear you on that but here's the thing it's not just uh, I understand if you've run into that a problem in the same place. Obviously, there's a pattern. But it's not just that Asian people hate black people. It's that in this country, there's a perception that black people are stronger. Black people are this. Black people don't feel pain. Not just by Asians. White people, right? The magical Negro. Nurses don't think we have, we suffer as much pain. We don't suffer as much pain. So they won't. These are real reports, by the way. We have an extra gene in our heel that makes us run faster. Right. Real studies that have been done. So, to me, when uh, someone comes in this country who is an immigrant and they're in the bottom of the shit pile, yeah. You know, it's very welcome to the dollhouse. They shit on someone else. So I'm not excusing For sure. that behavior at all. I'm just saying it's indicative of a much bigger problem, which is that perception of brown people. And I thought totally I mean, that. it's interesting because it's like exactly like what you just said. And then to hear why, you know, in the movie Get Out, they put the one Asian in 
the situation. <laughs> I just thought, it was, and then to hear you say that, to be at the bottom and feel like, okay, well, this is what I'm seeing on, you know, this is what the media is feeling me or the government's feeding me, so this is how I will treat them because I don't want to be on the outskirts of it. Right, just, and also they're at the bottom, but, you know, we all know that we, most of the time if you're Asian in this country, you can actually assimilate a lot easier. You can. You're yeah. still not considered white. I know that. But you can move in the neighborhood. You can do things that sure. the rest of us can't. So their attitude... And I can't speak for all Asians, just a few of doctors is like, well, we worked our way up. Why can't yeah, dot, dot, dot? Yeah. So that, once again, leads back to a lack of empathy for sure. what uh, descendants of slaves went through in this country. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and so that I would feel like because the media doesn't portray Asians as a threat, right? Um, no, is, they, no, they, de- I mean, listen, Asians have their own cross to bear. Would you like right. to, how about being an Asian man and being desexualized? That's very and true. De- oh, yeah. You know oh, what I mean? That. All so these, everybody's got their Everybody thing. has everybody's their, got thing. their thing. But again, I hear what you're saying. And if you are going to work in a business that Where you caters know, and that caters to, to black women, like, to me, it's, <coughs> it's inexcusable. You're, like, there's no, like, if she's still, in, and I get, I've been in a business owner situation where there's come people coming in the store and they'll steal things and whatever like you, you don't tackle like over chips or over hair grease or a comb like it's just just like when they killed Garner in New York like yeah. it was cigarettes like it wasn't right. worth the, the the punishment doesn't fit the crime like yeah. it, and I get you don't want to lose your money and it's Charlotte and everything mean and I get all that but that's sort of the risk of business lost prevention exists for a reason like sure. because you run a business and that's gonna probably happen I'm guessing that quarterbacking and tackling somebody is not really the best, most effective And you way probably to wouldn't that. have done it to If it was a white girl. To if it was a white girl. You and wouldn't and, have. You and know? then here's the thing, too. I mean, maybe in this other video, though, it'll reveal more things. But from the video I saw, which was four minutes, she never, he said it was the eyelashes that she had stolen, yeah. but there was never any... My new eyelashes she gave, are $3. She gave, but she gave the purse to him, and she was saying, you've already you looked at my the- purse, and there was nothing in there. Right. So... And well, you're a, still trying to beat her just, up. Just why you put your hands on something? Yeah. Period. And, and, like, and if she hit you first and like was fighting, I get it. You get them off you right. or get them out get your it. store. I get but it. what he yeah. was doing wasn't doing. No, that. Well, listen, that. she's going to sue him and Absolutely. make a lot she of money. Sue. So she, she should. I, I would. She if I was right. attacked in a store and accused of stealing, no matter how much empathy I have for your immigrant's plight or your X, yeah. Y, and Z, uh, you know, I would sue. And Why isn't not? the rule still like it's not legally stealing until you've exited the store and they oh, know you know. have it? Like I'm pretty sure that's still. I worked at the Gap for a long time, <laughs> and like I'm pretty sure up until you've actually exited the store, they it's not. They can't them. approach you. They can't snatch you up and be like you're oh, stealing. Shout out! I just gonna sidebar really quickly to an article I read, and I can't. I, I'm not sure if it was the root or what, but it, it was uh, somebody African American, black. I hate the word African American. I feel like black <laughs> Are you is just talk appropriate. About the uh, uh, Urban Outfitters. Oh, Did you okay. read it? Basically, if you're in an Urban Outfitters and you hear the code Nick is approaching, that's you. They're warning everyone. They call you Nick if you are of color. I don't know if all stores do this, but she said yes. uh, You know, it had been reported that a couple stores, they may have other code words. But just FYI, and here's the thing. I love free people, and then they're all all owned by the same companies, and they're always super sweet there in free people. They have women of all sizes, all shapes. So I was having a little trouble with this, you know what I mean? But the truth is you really just pay attention if you're in there, and if people are on the walking and then, and then consider if you want to give them your money. You know, consider if that's the kind of establishment you want to support. If you see some of that happening on your own because it is time to be more aware. There are times especially when I was on a TV show where people tried to dock me out of buying something nice and you know, in the I didn't really understand oh, you think I can't afford this. That's why you're steering me away from this thing. I keep saying, no, I want this La Mer cream. No, really, I want this and you won't sell it to me. So if that happens to you, 
exit stage left, whether it's a dollar item or whatever. And also, you know? I just remember uh, always going too. into. Yeah. Food uh, hopefully, they've changed yeah. this, but Abercrombie and Fitch. I used to go in there oh, all I the time, and never they would there. never ask me if I needed help. Mm-hmm. And I just have a rule right. now: if you don't ask me within thirty seconds if I need help, I'm out. Like Sox I'm not trying Fifth to buy Avenue, it. Avenue, the same thing. They they you know would sort of sign me, have yeah. someone follow after me, so I just don't go. And they're also Fred Siegel Hollywood. Fuck you, really? okay? Oh, wow. Seriously, and that band has been on for a long time. I mean, Santa Monica used to be. Santa Oh, right. So anyway, I'm just saying, pay attention to what's happening when you're out and about and then make your choices about where you want to spend your money. And And then there is a, sorry, Courtney, uh, one thing I did read, I think it was ER Web, uh, but there is a listing of uh, Black-owned black beauty supply, beauty supply stores. stores that you can get the yes. same things and check. give that money to them. Seriously, because you know? black women in their hair is like a multi-billion dollar industry in this country and if they're not treating you right to get your weave, then you need to go get your weave it's online. They got all kinds of places online yeah. now you can order from. You don't even got to like, go in the store. Go on, girl. Yeah. Just check out, out Wink Lux for all your hair needs. Queen. <laughs> queen. We, shout may, out to Queen. And maybe consider going ra- natural instead of a weave. Because I love that this 11-year-old is here with some natural hair, by the way. makes me. And I want to say, I'm not assuming she was buying weave. She was apparently buying eyelashes. So it's a beauty supply store, so they sell more than hair, but I just used that example. Uh, I would love to see a better dialogue between Asians and blacks. I feel like there's a tension there that shouldn't be there. We have a lot actually in common. We have actually a lot in common with Asian people. But it's the same with Hispanics and blacks, too. Agreed. No, it's like, but they've taught us. White people have said there can only be one Highlander style. There can only be one group of non-whites who are cool, you know, and it's not you. It's not, well, it's kind of you. Huh. Mm. <laughs> right, on that note, we're going to so move on to our EUR Web, Web Story Spotlight of the Week. Well, someone who does not have any trouble buying Sci-fi. any hair is Janet Jackson. And she may also have a new babysitter, If according to this story, if it's, if it's true. No. Uh, well, we all know that there has been a secret rumor about Janet Jackson's love child with James DeBarge from the 80s. Her? She looks like she could be my mother's age. That's all right, nice listen, y'all are judging by skin tone. No, I'm judging Maybe. by that labial nasal fold. She looks all right. Like a grown-up. Okay, well, you guys are watching, looking at the picture right now. The name of this woman uh, to the right of Janet Jackson is Tiffany White. She yeah. alleges that she has taken a DNA test to prove that she is Janet Jackson's 31-year-old daughter with James DeBarge. And she made this statement She's to clarify. 31. I know. 31. I have a pro- 31. She said, my name is Tiffany she White, and I'm the daughter she of Janet Jackson and James DeBarge. Janet has been denying me for many years. I've waited 31 years. I've been kept a secret for a yeah. very long time and I want people to know the truth that I am not a liar. I don't want to get famous off of this. Trust me, I don't. I just want my mother. I want my father. (laughs) I want the woman who I could never have a chance to hold me as a child to sing to me, to tell me that she loves me, and I want everyone to know the truth. Okay, I don't I know got that a question. And she said, Miss Jackson, if you nasty. That's a Wait, mess. that's not what she said. That's not what she said. Oh, my God. She didn't say to Miss Jackson, she nasty. I that is that. a mess. My question, though, is, hasn't the rumor that has circulated all this time is actually a child that was raised by, by Reeby? Reeby, yeah. yeah. Was this woman raised by no, Reeby? No, this is the Reeby child. I feel like I saw a picture of a woman raised by Reeby, and I was like, oh, it could have oh, been. It could have been. It could have been. Yeah, the one raised by Reeby, I will say, does Looks easily, like it could but be I a, mean they're also the same like. family, so yeah. it could be there. But where's your DNA? Girl, I mean, why is Tiffany, this a story? Listen, because if she I'm not even trying to play the color game, I'm Tiffany. Sweet. But Tiffany, have you seen your father? 
I mean, and, and, and you're saying about now if you if, if if you if that's your parents, that gene was pulled way 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 back by some 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 Negro of that family because uh, well you know uh, I mean it's, it's possible. Papa Joe is a chocolate man. True, and, true. and all of them and were a Janet lot darker was back way in darker the day. than that. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Even uh, but still, even still, Janet was a brown skinned girl, and we had Elder Barge who looked you know biracial maybe yeah, like, yeah, with yeah, the yeah. curls. They are biracial. Okay, that I was just trying to ask a question. White. Why are we taking her seriously? Just like Nobody the kid who was like, funny. I'm Prince's son. I mean, well, I want to see her prove it with Janet, the DNA baby. Listen, I'll be, oh, a, yeah. I'll be a baby on a different form. Though, okay, Janet. we ain't talking about that, Daryl. I was, sorry, I was just trying to get a doctor. You trying to got a little warm up? I can't. Hey, Janet, I know you got. See why you got Why why you got to make right. it that way? Okay, sorry. Uh, Janet's married. Yes, she is with a child. She is. How dare you? I'm just like, I like, like, like well, girl, no surprise. What kind of commentary Janet, did you get after releasing this? She just scene? won't. I will. According to her story as well, she has James DeBarge's mother co-signing for her. She said that James DeBarge's mother went with her to get the DNA test. Test. Ain't they all so, crazy? Where's the pictures? Where's yeah, the proof? I mean, here's the thing. Show me the test. Yeah, if you're the daughter, show the test. Show the test. Now, of course, Jenna has not made a statement, which yeah. I don't see that she, she will. Not. She's probably, this you know, absurd. chilling with her new baby She's right like, now. I know my daughter is with Rebe at the house. She actually right. sounds bad. And she's actually 33, not 31. She sounds exactly. mentally unstable, to be honest. She kind of does the with way, the sing to me, the whole me, me, and sing to me, me, thrill me. That does sound like, Yeah, that's you know. a little Touch bit disturbed. You went into a song. Like, it makes me actually imagine for 30 years she's been playing Janet Jackson songs, just listening to it with, like, a bear, like... Listen, I wish Does she keep listening to a Again, and just I like was, we always again. Janet was our mama. I trust me. Again, 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 again. again. Oh, I want to stop. Stop. What if this gas is Listen, I'll eat my like, words. I'll eat my I'll words if she's Janet's baby. I'll be like, well, praise the Lord, girl. Congratulations. Listen, you, you got to check. Up. And you're going to get some extra right. money because she married to the you ain't, you ain't Mr. Dubai. You ain't going to get nothing because you're wrong. You ain't get no money because you're wrong. You're 31. You're 31. I want to suggest more of a blue-red lipstick. Next Moving. time, I yeah. feel like the orange is not your thing. It's We're not. Done. Yeah. All We're right. Done. Well, good luck, Tiffany. Let us know how this happens. All right. We're gonna have to wrap up soon. So our last story of the day. This match, you uh, look like she looks. I am going to see this tomorrow. I was not able to you go the last couple weekends. No, and I want to support my black people. The opening weekend, I have not been able to go because all the stuff Shame. that was going on with award season. But Jordan Peele has a breakout movie. Yes, he Go did. see it. Still support it. It's called Get Out. The reviews have been crazy. It gives a modern day twist on racism. Um, he has broken a record. He has officially broken a record because he's the first black director and writer to have his debut film reach over a hundred million, a hundred million at the box office. 100 Gross, a hundred million. The budget for the movie was only four point uh, five million. Yeah. Four point five million. He's made a hundred million, and he's killing it. I mean, everybody I know is talking about this movie. So this is changing the game. And I love it. I feel like with a lot of movies, like people like spoil things. But yeah. With this one, for a lot of my friends yeah. who haven't seen it yet, they're like, they don't want to hear about it. Yeah, yeah I don't want to know. Yeah. They're like, let know. me go into it. I'll, I'll say this, it's cool. it's really hard to spoil. It's, it is hard It's to hard spoil. to spoil because it's more about the experience. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What you're Agreed. feeling. Then this happened and then, then this. this yeah. It's not about that. So, yeah. I mean, go see it. Go see it. I'm going to see it this weekend. We can talk about it next week. We got to wrap up. But the funny thing is, the last article I read said that this is the first film to really tackle racism. I disagree. Y'all remember a horror movie, excuse me, a horror movie to tackle racism. Tales from the Hood, 1995, Spike Lee. 
he he had some racism generated stories. That's my movie. Anybody other than us. I'm saying I love Tales from the Hood. Get Out has been a crossover, even if the other side that crossed. But also even in like the craft, that was my storyline. And the craft, I love the craft. So lots of movies have put it sprinkled it in, but not the you know main focus. That's right. All right, where can everybody be found? I'm found everywhere. Um, um, online at Stuart Starlet. I was like, wait, where? Jesse, DJ Jesse J. At Rachel True on Twitter and at True Rachel True on Instagram. At Daryl Christian on every social media platform. Just spell out my name. I'm there. Have a great weekend. We're going to go out 90 style with Montel Jordan. This is how we do it on the weekend. Have a great one. Peace. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christian, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood. Redefine. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.